Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Hello and welcome to Fan Park Live. Chelsea 2, Manchester United 2. Drama until literally the dying moments when it kicked off on the bench. But what a treat. What a footballing treat we had in that game. Chelsea were unbeaten. They remain in that commanding position. Manchester United, many, many, many people, including myself, thought the writing was on the wall. They were going to be absolutely torn apart by this Chelsea side. Man United in turmoil. But Jose Mourinho and his men, his tactics, one matter in the number 10 position. Anthony Martial back fighting, back playing with heart and pride on that left-hand side, his favourite position, bangs in two goals. But there in the dying moments, Ross Barkley... The forgotten man of English football comes up trumps and makes it 2-2. We are sponsored by Football Flash today, so make sure you download that. It's in the description below. We want to hear from you on 0203-6060315. What an enthralling, exhilarating game. Jose haters, how are you feeling? <laughs> Chelsea fans, I mean, where did Hazard, world-class Hazard, go today? Do Chelsea fans feel lucky to pick up that result? Or do you think 2-2 is actually a fair reflection of that game? Ring us now. Let us know your thoughts. I'm joined by Have Hope, a Chelsea fan, and my main man, Adam Childs, in the house. Gentlemen, firstly, did you enjoy that game of football? Um, no, I mean, it, was, it wasn't what I expected. I thought we'd see a much more open, free-flowing game. But I think it was a very ta tactical game. And I think that really, even if it's 2-2, it feels like if United won that game. That's the weird thing because when you, when, you, when you look at the fact that Chelsea were playing at home, they were heavy favourites in the game. The whole turmoil happening with United, even if it, it feels like 2-2 and Chelsea pretty much gained the points, it still feels like if United came out winners psychologically, yeah. mentally. Because because again, it's like for the Mourinho haters, what's that to, to, to hate about? Because trust me, Hazard, that's probably the most the least threatening he's been all season. Yeah. Like, obviously, against West Ham, they sort of stifled him by, by putting three men. But the shocking thing is that I thought not that he would be stifled with three or four guys, but it was much more of a team defensive tactical plan that they yeah. saw from Hazard. So I just think for Mourinho, you've got to give him props. I see anybody that comes out and says anything against Mourinho says, oh no, Martial won them the game. You're, you're crazy. Because Mourinho came with a plan and says, I know Hazard is the danger man. I know how Chelsea play. I know how to sort of nullify them. And also, I know how we can counterattack and use Martial and people effectively. And also, I'm sorry, man, Mamarazzo, what the hell? Yeah. This uh, guy should not sniff <laughs> the team boss. He should not sniff the team <laughs> boss. He is trash. Chelsea, the guy's trash. Improved He's trash. When Giroud came on, it looked more threatening. I think the only, for me, the only negative on Man United's performance today 
was again crosses and set pieces into the box. Oh yeah, Pogba there you go. You've got to think right in that game. There was a great save from a Kante shot as an as an example. But barring two bits of poor defending at the end there, and in fact, Rudiger's goal. I can't remember that many De Gea saves. No, Man United kept them pretty quiet. And that, was, and that was the team structure, which Jose, I think where Jose requires credit today, and, and I was surprised. It, look, I'm not, saying, I don't, I'm not saying I still want Jose to remain, but United attacked well also. So it wasn't a case of parking the bus as many people would call it, and not trying to no, attack. No, 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 no. it was were, more balanced. It was, yeah, it was, it, balanced. It was a great balanced performance. Adam, from your point of view, before we jump into the first calls, as a neutral to this game, mm-hmm. were you entertained by it? Definitely. I even said it right at the end. I feel like this game never fails to live up to Mourinho, to man. Um, Mourinho coming back to play at Chelsea. There's so many subplots. Um, you've got Lukaku and Ross Barkley used to play with each other at Everton. They're on opposite sides now. Um, so the game in itself was good. I think... Interestingly, it was it was not weird to hear how pessimistic Manchester United fans were being, um, because I don't think Mourinho was ever gonna sit up here to to allow his side to lose, no matter what what was gonna happen. I feel like a draw was always a possibility and a very likely possibility. Mm. Um, interestingly, you as well saying that you thought the game was gonna be more open. I didn't think there was a single chance of that happening because if the game was open, I think Manchester United would have looked exposed and mm. frail, uh, and that would have worked in Chelsea's favour. So I think the game panned out. Exactly how I thought it would. I think a draw is probably a fair result. Um, and I, But I do believe that Manchester United will be happier with the result um, come come the end of the season, if we look back on it. Yeah, I th- look, I think with with all due respect, the I thought we were going to get battered today. I thought we were going to get battered today. To walk away with 2-2, I'm happy. A little disappointed. We were 2-1 up with a few moments to go. Um, we're going to take the first call. We're going to jump in and talk a little bit more about Anthony Martial and his mm, turnaround in the club 20 as well. We've got to speak about him. But we're going to jump into some calls now. Are they ready, Abs? Arsenal fan. What's happening yeah. to Chelsea fans and United fans? <laughs> Chelsea fans are one. Hello, time. welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello. Hello, what's your name? Yeah, I'm Jay, man. How are you? I'm very good, Jay. You're a gooner. You've just watched Chelsea versus Man United. What's your thoughts on that performance from both sides? Uh, first, I've been listening to what you guys said and the first half was dreadful by United, to be honest with you. And Chelsea were clearly not playing at the best. They were mm. like taking it way too easily. Well, and well, I well. also agree with um, they don't have a number nine. They, Morata was complete and utter garbage. And they couldn't get the ball to Morata. Morata was just not there. And Hazard was struggling. And they all were struggling, trying to find make space, create space. And what Jose Mourinho did, he just said, lay back and let them attack us, which helped. In the first half, they were horrible. But in the second half, you could see they actually pressed um, against uh, the Chelsea midfield, which gave them less time. And every time they got through, they were fouling them and, you know, getting the ball out quickly, attacking quickly. They did much better in the second half. And most United fans are, are saying, why can we not play 90 minutes of that? I think it's a little bit hard to play 90 minutes of pressing all day long and attacking all uh, attacking all day long. It. It's a bit like you need to hit a miss. You need to kind of um, do your chances, make make sure you can counter attack. But I think they were lacking a bit. They were lacking a bit, like paper over the cracks a little bit. But I think they did really well yeah. in the second half. Man United, yeah, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did really well in the second half, not the first half. The second half, they did much better. Cool. I, I get that completely. Um, Anthony Martial today steps up, scores two goals and is substituted off. 
A comment here from a Man United fan says, Mourinho had another goal in him. Jose bottled it with a defensive move. I mean, he brought on Pereira, who's an attacking player, generally speaking, yeah. and Alexi Sanchez. Would you say they were negative moves from Jose Mourinho? No, actually, you know what? I, I, Pereira was actually really good. He was holding off the ball and kicking it long to Lukaku. I think the problem was he left Lukaku on. <laughs> I think that was the problem. <laughs> Lukaku was not doing much. He wanted a, a easy way to get onto the uh, striker. He wanted to kick it long. So Lukaku was just there for the long ball chance. That's why Lukaku was there. He couldn't get rid of Lukaku. Totally That's why it. I think he said, you know what, let's get the wingers out and let's make them do the work to get back and defend. I understand that, mate. Appreciate your call. Thank you very, very much. Cheers. Thank you, Thank man. you. Great. Can you make sure you switch to this camera first for the opening bit and switch between them more? All three of them. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Uh, Chelsea fan coming on to the air now. But yeah, Jose bottled it. I really didn't think Jose did anything wrong. Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Michael. Hello, Michael. You're a Chelsea fan, I believe, yes? Yeah. What's on your mind after that two-two draw against Man United? You better say that Morata is trash. You better tell better tell me that Morata is trash. If you don't say he's trash, Go. put down the phone. <laughs> um, yeah, he's trash. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Um, I know Bullying many Chelsea fans are going to hang me for this. I'd prefer if we lost the game. To be honest, what? why? You know, because there's something I've always been saying about this sorry ball. Yeah, but people think. When I say it, I'm just saying it for saying sake. When you play in a possession game, right, once you win the ball high up, you're meant to break immediately. You know, that's why I would have loved for Pedro to start the game. Yeah. Once you win the ball high up, you break. But Chelsea, once they win the ball high up, they take it back or pass sideways. It gets everybody back into position. It's like they're all, like, focused on trying to drag everybody out. But, but what, once you win the ball high up, you what? break immediately. You know, I know Sarri is new to the English Premier League. Yeah, he's still learning. You know, so I would have loved for him to lose this game. I mean, look at um, Liverpool. Look at um, Man City. Once they win the ball high up, they break. They don't well, go how, back how the does, game. How does him everybody. lose the game... I get what he said because he said that if they lost the game, then it will force him to say, you know what, I, I need to now make some changes and adjustments to the system. But by them drawing the game, he will still keep on with the system, which, which he's saying has specific flaws in it. But for me, my, 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 my point here is that every system has its flaws. There is no system that is flaw-proof. Mm. No. So you have to look at the positives and the, and the negatives. Every single system has a negativity. And with Sari Ball... He, it's a, it's about passing. It's about moving the ball around. It's about taking many many touches. So you just have to deal with that. True, true, true. My issue is this. No, no. If Sorry, Giroud starts Chelsea, I understand. Win. I understand. Yeah. But one thing again, as a manager, you have to adapt to a certain style of play. Yeah, you have your underlying principle to pass the ball. Hold the ball, I, but at the same just, time, you have something? to make little say, tweaks. Sorry, sorry. Let me just. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut in. Yeah. I know Man City and Liverpool haven't played yet. But you're having a you're having Sorry? a pop. You, uh, look, listen. Liverpool and Man City have not played today yet. You're having a pop at Sari, right? And he started play. Right now, you're top of the league. No, no, it's not even that. It's not even that. What I'm trying to say is that he's learning. See, see, Sari is learning. He's in a new league. I've got to finish talking. 
Just wait a second. No, no, no. Let, let try to understand what I'm trying to say. Sari is learning. I know he's this learning. This is a new league. Losing, I don't understand how losing is going to change that. You, you've got a manager who, after your really poor season last year, has come in. He's changing your style of play. You're sitting top of the league. You've scored 20 goals. Only Manchester City have scored. No, more than... see... <laughs> No, no, see, I'm not, I'm not trying... I'm sorry, I've got to cut the guy off. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. No, 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 because I, day, I don't see what this guy is only saying. Only Man City have scored mm. more goals. So this, the only, the, the point he's missing, that the only reason Chelsea weren't winning that ball back mm. and counter-attacking and attacking brilliantly today mm. is because Man United played really well. But, and I mean, that's not about basically, adapting. Just basically, basically let me play well. devil's advocate. Let me play devil's advocate. Okay. I think the point is he's trying to make is that... Obviously, he's pissed off that Chelsea were not the normal Chelsea that we know. And he's like, why aren't we more attacking? Why isn't Hazard doing everything? And he said, man, if we had lost, then maybe... But the issue is that you're not going to win every single game. You know, you're not going to play amazing every single game. That is not as un- un- unreal- unrealistic. And it's like, as I think Terry was about to say, Mourinho is a very good tactician when he wants to be. And Mourinho obviously studied what this guy was about and said, you know what, let me not let me nullify this this passing game. So maybe this was actually more to do with what Mourinho was doing rather than what Sorry was doing. Let's, let's not forget this is sorry, a one huge... second, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can you just check check the mic for us? A few people comment saying there's a mic problem. They might just be saying it to troll, they might just be saying it um I don't know why they're saying it, but they're saying it's a microphone problem I've got. You can hear it, yeah. I, I, cool. Just chess it's coming for a YouTube, okay. But no, sorry, what are you saying? Yeah, mate? let's not forget. This is a huge game. This is a big game. You can't. And how many times have we sat here and slated Liverpool for having these gung ho tactics of allowing players to just go forward yeah. and getting caught? Mm. Um, it's it's pragmatism from Sari, and it's to be rewarded and 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 praised because it was successful up until Martial Listen, came back I, I, and I, did bits. He's <laughs> gone now. He's gone. Cheers. I I think that um. Look, I understand. I don't. I don't understand what that fan was trying to say. I think sometimes, sometimes football fans can get so caught up in what I want my team to do. They very rarely pay attention to the fact there's, there's there's eleven men standing against you as well. So I think it's important right now. Chelsea with a new manager with a brand new system have twenty goals. Right, twenty one points. They're sitting top of the league. Yes, they've drawn three. with with two strikers that don't know how to yeah. score a goal. Yes, yes, <laughs> they've drawn three of their last five games. But you know, against Liverpool, the West Ham game, and against Man United, but they're finding their feet. They, there is no Chelsea fan, in my opinion, that expected to be top of the league after nah. nine games with Sari after last year. Mm. So to be moaning at any point right now, other than being encouraged, I find that a crazy notion. We have a Man United fan who's coming through on the lines now. I think. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Mo Terry's Mohamed. You're Hello, right. Mohamed. <laughs> yeah. Mo, how are you feeling at the end of that game? Oh, heartbreaking, man. Okay. Yeah. Disappointed, man, but okay. it is what it is, isn't it? <sighs> poor marking, innit? That's where you have two goals, poor marking, but yeah. not blaming Mourinho for that thing, and it's just simple, innit? It goes in, it goes in. Nothing you can do. I get that. But were you, but were you impressed? Did you, were you impressed with how many United performed overall today? I mean, I, I for one thought we were going to get an absolute spanking. Um, yeah. How were you impressed with United's formation, performances from players? I think he got got it right. I'm not saying he got it wrong. I think he got it right, yeah. But what I'm saying is, yeah, that last minute, man, even if you have to put all bodies behind the ball, all do it. We haven't won there for God knows how long. Do you know what I mean? It just, the thing goes like that. It shocks me. But I'm not really that disappointed, really, man. I'm more happy, man. What are you saying, mate? Literally, you stand up and you were like, "Oh God, 
Defender doesn't even stop like the two goals you concede. No, no, but at least he'll improve us fucking market set piece, bro. Fuck's sake, man. Really? Two goals conceded in set piece. You're having a fucking laugh, bro. All right, so let's say you have a, another defender instead of Lindelof or Smalling on the pitch today. How do you stop conceding the first goal that you conceded? It doesn't make a difference. No, I'm not on about the first goal, but we're, we're not going to concede too many set piece, Adam. That's what I'm saying, my brother. Start listening, bro. <sighs> okay, Mohamed. Okay. All right, man. Listen, I, pre- I appreciate that a lot, mate. Thanks for your call. Yeah, no worries, man. Take care, bye bye. I want to ask a question. Oh, oh, no, no, but I mean, let's be like, let's say United had um, Koulibaly and Varane in defense. Yeah. I, they don't concede those two goals based on positioning and I, marking and, 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 and anticipation. Was, so, but the first goal was because yeah. Pogba lost his marker. It has nothing to do with the centre backs. Oh, no, 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 but either Koulibaly or, or, or someone would be aware of like, oh, you know what, I've, I've got my man here and would be able to basically move it in position and make sure that Rudiger doesn't doesn't get that header. Basically, like, there is more command for in defenders knowing um, the awareness of what's happening in the, in, in the box than okay. defenders that, that do not. Okay, and, and that's what defenders enough. do. So I just think, like, defenders can change and win a game with you effectively by not allowing you to concede goals which really shouldn't really be con- conceded fair, fair enough the second goal I, I haven't actually seen a replay because it all kicks off on the sideline mm. afterwards but um disappointed really disappointed to concede like that but you, look no i don't think any man united fan even with the good second half against newcastle with the um for me a really good 90 minute display today there are still frailties and holes in the team we're, 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 we're nowhere near a complete side yet. And I think better defenders will improve some of those areas. We've seen Van Dijk, for instance, do that. Um, uh, Liverpool is an example. Um, and again, you know, we, we do need that. But 
I that probably from Mo that was the most bipolar call. Fam. Had. He was sad. I'm really happy. And, and he then he ended it sad again. Home. But no, no, no. Basically, it is basically that is literally like Mourinho's Man United who are schizophrenic. Like they have bipolar because again, for United. These guys can be defensive. Mm. They can play well. They can mm. keep possession. They have been behind the ball. I think Frank Mourinho, if he can keep this second half against Newcastle and this performance, I think United can, can be all right. But- sorry, I really want to ask a question. Why Why is it that it's so important to fans, mm. Manchester United fans, to see Martial celebrating? Let's say he scores the goal today and he just... You know, looks a bit nonchalant. Mm. He's like, "Oh yeah, well done. I scored." Why? Why do you need to see that passion? Why that is, is, so that is true. No, because what I've always said is that I know people like that. Sort of like similar to Balotelli. There are people who don't really show much expression yeah. whenever they. Yeah, so, he scores, be because, like, yeah. yeah, because no, because remember, Balotelli was like that. Where like, because he said that, "No, look, I am really happy, but I just don't celebrate, and I'm just not like that when I when I celebrate a goal." So I don't think that for fans you yeah, need but, to see that Balotelli, passion. But Balotelli also said in that, and we're going to talk Martial after this next call. But Balotelli also said something along the lines of, "Did, did postmen celebrate when they put?" Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, I'm just doing my job. Yeah, yeah. For me, I I, I understand that they're professionals. I understand they look a lot of them <laughs> as a job, but equally, it's a sport. And for me, if you're a boxer and you knock someone uh, out and win a world title, so you score a goal in, in in an important game in sport. I think there should be an expression. Hang on, I landed a good deal the other day at work. Mm. I walked out of the meeting room, I got in my car, and I celebrated. because. What do you do, bruv? I can't talk about it. <laughs> I signed a non-disclosure agreement. But it's a good thing for me and my family. I got in the car, and I was like, yes! I, I was like, it's got a goal. Because mm. it was important. I wouldn't do that in the in the office, because that's not the professional. But mm. in my own time, I, celebra- I went home, I cracked open a bottle. I was a happy man. Mm. So... I expect to see that from my players. But we'll talk more, Marcia. We've got a call from a Liverpool fan on the line. This will be interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. See what this <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hi, it's Rack. Hello, Rack. How are you, mate? Rack. I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Is it Rack Singh? Yes, yes it is indeed. I see your comments on Mr. Singh, Mr. Singh, as you uh, sometimes yeah, like all those to call me. They're not, they're not, they're not, they're not <laughs> Listen, we've just seen Chelsea grab a last-minute equaliser against Man- Manchester United. What was yep. your viewpoints on the game today? Uh, okay, the game, um, I thought it was Man United's best performance of the season. Um, there were a couple of hairy moments, as expected. If you're going away to the bridge, it's never going to be um, it's never going to be easy. Um, but Chelsea didn't really create that much. The hey, I didn't have that many saves, it, you know, to make, and it took. A last minute, um, you know, off the post, kind of, a, a, I think, came back two or three times. I think the uh, Hay made a save, it hit the post, and then finally Barkley mm. finished off. So, you know, overall, a point's a good point. But, uh, and, you know, Man United fans are probably stung a little bit that you, you didn't win it. But a good performance overall. And I was surprised because, to be honest, like a lot of Man United fans, I think, I thought you were going to get battered. Yeah, I, I did the same. I had zero confidence going into the game. I felt that you know, the Newcastle second half performance was a bit of a, you know, it papered over cracks in many ways. I, I And Chelsea, for me, have been very, very good this year. So it was very impressive. I, I agree with you. I think it is Man United's best performance of the season, considering that one win in 16 years in the Premier League at Stamford Bridge. So this isn't That's just a, 
a Jose LVG Moyes problem. Mm. This was like this is a fundamental yeah. Man United problem. It's a horrible place to go. It's endemic. Yeah, mm. absolutely, it is. I mean, in terms of yourself looking today as a neutral fan, Anthony Martial, the last two games, he's turning it back on again. He's showing passion. He's showing energy, work rate, which is important. Do you think yeah. that it's the relationship between him and the club and him and Jose has been repaired or it's on its way to being repaired? I mean, this is one of those $64,000 questions. No one really knows. Um, and if I if I was guessing, then I'd say probably not. But, you know, you don't always have to like your manager. You can sometimes still still do well. But obviously sport is a little different than, you know, um, going to the office. Um, and there's a lot more scrutiny around, you know, um, media scrutiny, fan scrutiny, um, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's not... Um, I don't necessarily think it's as clear-cut as that, but, um, you know, if he keeps putting performances like that, Jose keeps praising him, then, he, then hopefully for United fans, um, it can uh, it can continue to, to get stronger. But who knows? It's not an easy one to answer, I don't think. Rack, really appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah. Terry, uh, one thing, one uh, I'll probably call you on Monday, but I would like to discuss and stick up for Ed Woodward. So uh, I'll give you a call on Monday about that. Wow. Okay. This is a controversial... <laughs> that will be an interesting one. That, that will be... An in- we'll look forward to that Monday. Take care of yourself, my brother. Okay. Thank, Thank you, man. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. We have a Man United fan we're going to put on the air, and then we are going to discuss Anthony Martial in, in a little bit. Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hi, it's Pav, mate. Pav, how you doing, mate? Hello, sir. I'm good, man. How are you, look? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel a bit like Mo. I'm a bit up and down after that game. I'm, I'm happy with the performance. Morata's trash. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's how, yeah, we've got Chelsea fan here. But we watched trash. a good game of football. But a good game of football. Martial was firing. From a Man United fa- fan's point of view, how are you feeling right now after that game? I mean, uh, I can't believe we dropped them two points at the end. Like, mm. I was just like, uh, I was happy that we were winning, mate. And then right at the end, I couldn't believe that happened. Two set pieces, two goals. I mean, we should be doing better at the end, but I don't. I, I really don't understand the substitutions though. Like, that's the sort. Like, when you're winning, that's the sort of substitution you need. Like, you need to be bringing on a Fellaini. Like, I mean, you've already conceded from a set piece. They've been dangerous. Like, I don't understand the. I could understand Sanchez coming on, but Pereira, I wouldn't have bought. I wouldn't have brought him on. I don't know if Fellaini was on the bench or anything, but I mean. I can't believe we dropped the two points at the end, but no, well, it's all fair enough. I mean, first half, yeah. we were quite poor, but... Um, I think it's interesting. Look, I, I don't overly disagree with you. I think Fellaini would have come on. He wasn't on the bench. The thing is, he brought on Pereira and Sanchez fairly late on, and United still had a couple of opportunities going the other way. There was a, there was a ball that Lukaku played through to Pogba. I think Pogba anticipated that Rudiger was going to cut it out. He didn't. He, he couldn't reach it. You had a chance that um, Alexis Sanchez, who came on for um, Rashford, could have played Lukaku in, but he overhit the pass. So that there was those couple of moments where, again, I think Man United have done this too regularly for me. And it's, again, this is need to improve. So you're not going to bash them too hard for it today. But there was two or three opportunities when 2-1 up, when we're counter-attacking, where you've got to put that game to bed. Mm. And whether it be when we're 0-0 in games, like against Spurs earlier on this season, somebody's already mentioned Leicester away last year, where we were... I think two, one up. Yeah, yeah. Four or five. Can I, can I also mention about Lukaku? 
I've said this for a while. I said we need another striker. I mean, there's far too many games now where he doesn't really offer you anything. Like, I mean, I don't. It's like having a hologram up front half the time. Like, it doesn't offer you anything. Like, he's there. He's meant to be holding up play. He's meant to be used. He doesn't use his strength as his main ability. Like, he should be shoving off some, like, them defenders. But I, I still think we need a different striker because he hasn't been offering us anything. Unless you're going to try Sanchez, playing Sanchez as our striker. But um, he hasn't offered us anything. In that game, he was really quiet. You say, uh, hope saying, but we're trash, but I think Lukaku's just about the same. <laughs> like, they, he, do, he hasn't been offering us anything. I can't understand why he's playing when he's not offering. He's not doing anything, really. Oh, no, 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 no. For, for me, look, look, they are both trash, but I think that Lukaku is more useful. Who he's, would you rather have in your team? As in right now? Yeah. Look, Lukaku. Morata does nothing. Okay. Yeah, I would pick Lukaku. Yeah, I, I would still have Lukaku over yeah. Morata, but I mean, he hasn't. I mean, we still need a different striker. Oh, sure. We yeah, need yeah. someone, we need something different because, like I said, there's too many games where he's not offering us anything. And it's, it's like distribution's poor, his first touch is poor, but do you, do he you, needs to up his game. Do you mean you need I mean, another yeah, striker? I'm, I'm still hoping we can get top four, but he really needs to up his game. Do you mean that you need another striker in place of him or as well as him? Because he plays a lot of games. No, I think, I think we need someone a bit different. Like, I've, I look at something like in the in the current like market and whatnot. There's a lot of players that are aging right now. So the only the only like player that I can see that hopefully we do try and go for someone like a Timo Werner or no, no one like not like a mega mega player, top player, but someone like a Timo Werner. Because when you see him play for Germany and uh, you see him playing a bundle, this distribution's quite decent, but. Uh, so I don't mind who it is, but we need something different yeah, yeah. because I, Lukaku, he can't, he can't distribute, he can't pass. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how much time what he's doing. Like I said, he's just like having a robot up front. There's, there's an absolute um, player that is ma- match made in heaven for this Man United system that we play today, and his name is Harry Kane. Because yeah, I don't think I think I think trying to pull the out of Harry Kane is going to be too much like, it's going to be too much money trying to bring him to the club but it's not too much money Pab it really it really, really it, it isn't too much money because oh, no, no. you could sell Lukaku for you, you could still get in this current market mm. 70 million pound for Lukaku <laughs> no no don't laugh bro 70 bro. what bro. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Sorry, that's crazy. Let me finish speaking. You're talking to a football financier here, right? When Man United bought him, it was before the before the increase of footballing money. Mm. The market, the the, the footballing economy, has grown significantly since Man United signed him. So, even though he hasn't been, he's scoring goals to a high level still. His performances, he's remained about the same level of performer. 
but the value of all players has increased. So you would still at least get seven. We pay seventy five for him. You would at least get seventy million for him in the market. You would. You would. No, 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 you no, would. no, 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 Terry. All, all, let me see. All fact, I'm saying is that fact. any club that pays, even in this market, I get what you're saying. Everything has now increased. Even in this market, any club that still pays seventy million in this inflated football market, I still think <laughs> it's crazy. I still think uh, that's even yeah, crazy, I but I get what you're saying. Is, Everything yeah. has moved yeah, up. Okay. So, well, I, again, I, I think I think all the transfer. When you think about the numbers out loud, 70, 80, 90, 100 million, they are uh, yeah, yeah. gone, mate. Oh. They are they are <laughs> all um, crazy. However, in I'm talking legitimate football. Forget whether you think it's right. You think it's right. I think it's right. In the actual football market, you would get around about seventy million pound for a player like him. Now, there's no mm. doubt about that. Oh, no, no, but, but, but my point is that I'm actually alluding to mm. is that. Signing Harry Kane isn't impossible. The point is, if you sell him, for, it's okay. So you get sixty million for him. Mm. The point is, you get that money for him. United then need to only raise an extra 80, 90 million pounds to land Harry Kane. No, no, but, but my, yes. see, my, my so thing, see, my thing is this: is that puts Lewandowski, Immobile, Icardi, either of the three guys I named, put them in that United team. United are are they're different team because I, I like I people talk a lot about Mourinho. This Mourinho that puts mm. a quality record and hold the ball up creates their own shots, has good control, cannot just score goals themselves and yeah. can link play, it changes the whole dynamic no, of the I, United I, I team. Because, because a lot of you. United's plays are broken down by Lukaku's um, bad positioning, losing the ball, poor link-up play, breaking down 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 the play. So you put a striker who is just better at control and everything, it changes so, the whole so dynamic. Put in here, like, Kane will cost 120 million at least, and I get he will. But in terms of uh, transactional Damn. work here, you sell, even if you sold Lukaku for 50 million, it means you're still only paying out of your out of your out of your back pocket 70. We'll take this Man United call, then we're going to have a discussion about uh, Martial. Okay, mate. So so so, how so, much would? You... I wouldn't pay more than 60. But that's only because of his Hello, welcome to Fan Park like Live. What's your name? It's Abbas. How are Ab you doing, lad? You alright? I'm very good, Abbas. You're a Man United fan. Tell us tell us how you're feeling after that game. Um, a little bit heartbroken at the end, but I have to say it was a good game of football, man. It's been a while since we've watched a good game of football yeah. from the United, so happy to see it. It's not really um, very characteristic of a Mourinho side to lose it in the last couple of minutes. Usually we're quite strong defensively. We can see a game out. But this season, we just haven't had that in us. Lost that part yeah. of our DNA, I don't know. We've conceded a lot of goals this season. Um, we have, we have yeah, I don't know. 16 goals that have now been conceded by Man United this season. So um, at this stage oh. last year, we'd only conceded two. So, yeah, there is, that's where it's all going wrong for Man United. I mean, goals scored 15, not amazing, but Liverpool have only scored 15 this year. You know, Arsenal on 19, Spurs on 15. So we're, we're in and around the same levels as a lot of the other top six. Place it's defensively conceded. where it needs to be improved. And... But what I was encouraged about today, Abbas, is that recently when United have attacked, so when they played Spurs as an example, we opened up and we attacked. And when we didn't finish opportunities, we got battered at the other end. We did appear, in terms of in open play today, we appeared a lot more structured and stable as a team. Yep, I think you're right. But I think this is Mourinho making a point that we don't have the personnel and this is how he's going to do it now. So he says, fine, I have to play open and expansive because that's what's required of me to maintain my job. The fans are making this demand of me. So I'm going to find, give in to it, and I'll play it up and expansive. But be prepared now to accept that we're going to concede a shitload of goals. Well, look, you know, mm. not that I like to compare us to Liverpool very often, but really? since Liverpool went out and improved, spent the money on a better goalkeeper and a better centre-back oh, to world orchestrate record it, centre -back, suddenly yeah. Liverpool have only conceded three goals at this stage of the season. Which is and similar to what you did last season, yeah. Yeah, and you look at what Man United need to go and do if we're going to be more open, is you need a world-class centre-back 
in that team. We've got a young right back who, who may develop. He's 19 years old. How many 19-year-old... And people, like Man United fans keep crying that he's not playing. We bought a right back while we're not playing him. How many top teams in the world are 19-year-old right backs playing? Ever. Tell me, tell me the last time you saw a 19-year-old centre-back going to a top club and playing. Like, I don't remember that happening. Joe Gomez. Um, I don't know. Umtiti was kind of young, but still, I think he was like 21 when he went to yeah, okay. um, There were one or two examples, but, yes. but I'm talking right. about their rarities. Mm. Yeah, we, we had this conversation fair, yeah. off air earlier about things that are anomalies, as opposed <laughs> to exceptions to the rule, oh. as opposed to what really goes on. Um, but no, I, I understand your viewpoint. Tony Martial today, did he impress you? Oh, wow, man. He just showed, didn't he, that he's got some real class about him, and the boy wanted to play. In the first 20 minutes, though, I was a bit, I don't know, I was keeping my eye on him. I, I don't know, man, at times he didn't really look like he was up for it. His positional play was okay, but he didn't really look like he was putting his head down and sprinting back like um, you could see Rashford doing consistently on that right-hand side, if you know what I mean. But then again, he turned it around in the other half of the pitch, so you can't complain, can you? No, no, you know, he doesn't track back as much, but what I've been, we're going to jump into a conversation about um, uh, Martial after this call, mate, but uh, he did impress me. From your point of view, we haven't asked anybody this question yet, but I'm going to put this out to you. Jose Mourinho... Would you want him to continue as manager or do you still want him to be removed? Okay, so at this point, I'm very on the fence simply because the board are being very clear. If the board showed from this point onwards now, forget what's happened. If we can be consistent and back our manager from now on to the end of the season, at least give him some money and buy who he wants in the um, uh, January transfer window. And I know it's very difficult to pull off signings in that window, but if we can at least show some sort of um, confidence on our manager from the board level, then... Yeah, I think he could potentially still turn this around. I don't think it's all completely gone. I don't think um, it's quite a, shimping, a sinking ship situation yet. Mm. Mate, yeah. I understand completely. Great answer. Thank you very much. Take care. All right. Take it easy, guys. Cheers, Have a good one. You ended that, yeah? Could you um, capture this for us? Cheers. Anthony Martial today scores two... Very good goals, I think. Different types of goals, but the second one especially. I've never seen. I've seen very few people um, sell Aspie, a, a sort of a dummy and a, and a shimmy the way he did. Scores a great goal against Newcastle as well. Very much for me, Anthony Martial has been actually the the the, the catalyst player in the debate between you know Jose being this uh, domineering bully. Ever before problems with Pogba, Martial was the one that some Man United fans, a lot of them that refer to as Martial FC, have used to beat Jose Mourinho over the head with. And his form has been up and down. There's some great moments under Jose and some really poor moments as well. Some Man United fans, they lay all the blame on the doorstep of Jose. He's bullied him. He's sucked his confidence away. He's, he brought in Alexis Sanchez and that upset him. Other Man United fans, they look at Martial and say, Hang on, well, you know, you've been dropped when the manager's not been happy, but you've lacked the minerals, you've lacked the attitude, the heart and the desire to fight for your place. Yes, a top quality player in Alexis Sanchez has come in. He's got your place in the team, but you've, you've shown the lack of fight to strive to get that back. And that has upset some Manchester United fans. His last couple of performances, though, he's got back in the team. He's scored goals. He's remained in his place. And I've had, as I alluded to earlier on in this show, for me as a Man United fan, it wasn't okay. So he celebrated when he scored. I think that's important. Mm. But even more so than that, I saw determination. I see determination in his eyes. I see determination in his work rate. 
I saw him smiling with the manager when he came off at the end. <laughs> now, that does not mean for a single second that they are friends, mm. but it shows there is at least a professional level of respect between the two of them, which is not overly portrayed on social media or, or, or in the press. From your point of view, a couple of questions around Tony Marcia. Like, do you feel like he is responsible for his form in terms of, even if he's unhappy with Jose Mourinho, what we're seeing from him today, is, is he responsible for turning that round? Or is, or is it all about Jose Mourinho man-managing him? I mean, basically, it's twofold. Especially with a young player, it's twofold. Yes, you're responsible to go out in training, train on the areas that you're not so good at and listen to instructions. But when you have a, a, a young player, especially a young player in 2018 now with Instagram and, and everything, yep. it is very important about how you manage and how you coach them. It is critical. Like a man management is critical because young players in the 80s and 90s are, not, are different from the young players now. Yep. So if I'm in the Manchester United board, I want Marshall to be the best that he can be. And it's it's a two-way street. So it can't be all on Marshall. Where, no, no, no. Do this. Do, do, do what I tell you. No, you have to say, okay, give and take, give and take, give and take. Okay, mm -hmm. maybe this doesn't work. Maybe let me try a different type because man management, which is what Ferguson was so good at, is very key in cultivating young players. If Cristiano, the 19-year-old Cristiano, wasn't managed well, he'd turn into like a charisma. Yeah, lots of skills, but not very effective. So I think that I don't think Mourinho is the right manager for Martial. Okay. I think Martial needs a coach who understands him, allows him to be free, and can see his attributes and really expand his his attributes. Okay. So when so that's what's when Yadim did well with him. That's why Wenger will do well, well with him. Give Martial to like a Pochettino or a, a Guardiola, you will see an amazing player. Because I think you have to understand who he is. He's an attack-minded player. So based so, on what you've just said there, I'm not going to do the Channel 4 thing. Are you saying... <laughs> I'm asking you the question. So he's been great in the last couple of games, and I think he's shown expansive mm. play. There was, some, there was some wonderful skill from him today. Obviously, great finishes. Mm. Do you not think Martial has the ability himself and under Jose Mourinho as a collective to continue to play like we've seen in the last two games? No. That won't happen? No. This is this is an anomaly. Like over a season, Marshall won't be the Marshall that we think he can be under Mourinho. No, that's just my assessment. No. Okay, and and in terms, if you were to label blame, uh, Adam, what do you, do you do you actually? We're not going to label blame. Well, maybe you will. Do you feel like it's fair to label all the blame at Martial's feet or all the blame at Jose's feet, or do you feel that it's more of a it is a collective effort. There is there is aspects where Jose could change and there's aspects of Martial's approach to football and that could be different. I think if we're being adults and we're not taking a sensationalist approach, of course we're going to say that it, there's blame or there's, there's stuff that both parties could improve on, Mourinho and Martial. But I think... If I were to put myself in the shoes of, of Martial, I'd, I'd sit there and I'd, I'd look at uh, Lukaku, who week in, week out, whether he's playing well or whether he's playing poorly, will start. Um, and maybe that's to do with the lack of options that you have up front. Mm -hmm. But people will talk about Martial being, being able to play there or Rashford being able yep. to play there. But despite all of that, week in, week out, Lukaku plays. Uh, Martial on the left, if he has a bad game, he's getting uh, Mourinho in his ear on the pitch, on the touchline, probably giving him a bit of stick. Um, he gets pulled in and out of the team, uh, again, depending on, on how he plays. And he must be looking at Lukaku thinking, well, he, he gets to start when he doesn't play well. So why is that mm. happening to me? And, and that doesn't instill confidence. And we know that football 
anybody who's played, in fact, you don't even have to play. Anybody that, that knows football will understand that football is probably 60% confidence and 40% ability, yeah. uh, perhaps more. Um, and I think if your manager's not instilling confidence, if you're, you're thinking, well, this guy's going to hook me off even when I'm playing well, then of course he's not going to play well. So I, I do think it is... is on both parties but as a young player yeah. I think Mourinho maybe needs to to understand that and the, understand the influence he has over um, Martial's form and also as well it's like the whole thing of being played on the left there are two ways in which you have a wide player and I think that Martial is using um, him like how he was using Eto'o for Inter Milan which Eto'o didn't like but Eto'o was older mm. and, and professional and said fine I don't like this but I'll do a professional job this is a younger guy so there's, you can be a wide guy who's an inside forward or you can just be a wide guy. He's using Martial just as a wide guy. If Martial is an inside forward where you're out wide but I want you to cut in on the inside and become a striker, that's different. The Martial that I'm seeing is, no, you are wide left. Well, I think the last two games, I've seen him cut inside. I mean, that's how he scored both his... Mm. Two of his goals have come from doing that and the other one, he, he, he drifted in centrally. And, and Adam, I think your point, I understand that in terms of... Um, do I feel like I'm being treated fairly? I think sometimes in life, you just need to do a bit of research whether or not you, you as an individual or you as a group are being treated fairly or, or, or indirectly by looking at how people outside of... So in this case, other people have been treated. One thing that I think... Look, I, I rate Anthony Martial as a football player technically, and I've been saying this for months now. I want him to remain at the club. I want the problems he has with, with us and with Jose resolved because I don't want to risk in going to another football club <laughs> and, and becoming yeah, brilliant yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to have a, I don't want Man United to have a Mo Salah or a Kevin De Bruyne situation as an example but I think like what's also interesting is, is understanding your, your boss and your manager and how he treats everybody what you said there about Lukaku not being dropped mm. Man United fans were talking about that in the first season Jose had and they were talking about how no matter how poor Pogba is or how poor Zlatan is they don't get dropped. and mm. they, they are, So this question about who gets dropped and who doesn't has been up around since Jose's been at Manchester United. Jose himself has done a couple of press conferences where he's been asked these types of questions. You can also go back and read press conferences and parts of autobiographies about him talking about other players. And someone like Etty would be a great example that you mentioned, uh, H. What Jose Mourinho respects more than anything is you adhering to his tactics and you working hard. He can forgive poor performances. So he will look at someone like a Lukaku, and I've heard him say this, and be like, okay, well, look, you know, you made four, five, six mistakes today, you were poor, but you worked hard, you didn't go missing, you, you stood up and tried to be counted. For me, as someone who has, has managed people, who has run businesses, yes, you want your people to work hard and also be successful because that yields results. But equally, if if I'm going to pick one of the two things, I would, I would sometimes, especially in sport where it's, it's not so um, life or death, like earning money or like we go out of business type thing in business front, I'd still rather see on occasions you working hard and trying your best and making mistakes as opposed to playing okay not adhering to the standards or going missing or or not working hard Let, and i think that lack and, and i think that and that's where both of them that's where for me they need to almost be and i don't think many have done this well enough this is where i hold the board responsible because there's an air of mediation that's needed in this relationship i'm not talking sitting both down in a room with ed woodward in the middle saying okay i'll mediate a conversation but it's a case of does martial understand exactly and this could be jose's fault does martial understand why he's not in the team now, I'm speculating, you're speculating, we'll speculate yeah, as to yeah, why. Yeah. But I look at it as if, 
I think Jose has a set standard. It's like, I can take poor performances, but I can't take it if you don't one work hard and adhere to my... So my, you can... My, on, 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 sorry, just very quick with the point and I'll, I'll let you go. The, the difference is this. We have social media. <laughs> so Martial will be like, okay, this guy is saying, I don't listen to instruction and everything. He goes on social media, Martial FC. Why is Martial being dropped? Martial is one of the best guys. Mourinho does not know what he's doing. And that feeds into him. So every time he goes on there, he'll be like, no, I'm doing well because of the streets and the people say that I'm doing well. <laughs> it's, this, it's, it's this guy Mourinho that, that, that doesn't understand me. So I think that whole social media thing can play into Martial's mind where it's like, nah, I'm going to do what Martial does, yeah. which is what the people say that I am really good, good for. Yeah. So, well, it's interesting. It's people that are around you as well because I think interesting what jose has been saying recently about paul pogba's people as an example is almost a mirror image of what sir alex was talking about in terms of the, it's like the relationship is like water and oil it, mm. it just it's not cohesive and i think that we don't know because we're not in those rooms what people are feeding into martial's head equally how is jo and jo this is where jose is responsible is what are you doing jose Mourinho? to counteract that. He may be powerless. Mm. He may be powerless to, to resolve that situation because even the greatest managers of all time have fallen out with players and it's and it's gone to unrepairable levels. I think the problem that affects a club more than anything is nobody knows who holds the power. Mm. When Beckham and Fergie fell out, when Fergie and Stam fell out, when Fergie and Keane fell out, when Fergie and Van Nistelrooy fell out, mm. there was no debate as who's in control here. It didn't matter how powerful the agent was. It didn't matter what the owners of the club wanted. It didn't matter how powerful and loved that football player was. There was only one winner in that situation, and it was Fergie. Now, the situation is different because Jose hasn't done at Man United what Fergie has done at Man United. But Fergie had that power from day one. Even when he went five or six years of winning nothing, when there were signs up in, in at Man United games from Man United supporters like saying he's going to be sacked, Fergie still had complete and utter control. And I think that this is where the club have let both Martial and Jose Mourinho down and they've created this problem is that they have not set their stall out to turn around, in my opinion, this is not a fact, this is an opinion, they haven't set the stall out to turn around and say, we're backing this one particular... If they're going to back the players in terms of a system that's more like Chelsea, where it's, OK, the coach is coming in, he's upset the apple cart, we'll, we'll remove him and we'll stick with his group of players and we'll bring a new guy in. Or we give the manager complete control of this squad you're going to disrespect the manager, you're not going to listen to his instructions, you're going to listen to social media, as you put it, mm. or you're going to listen to your agents. Ta-ta for now, we're going to move you on, as Man United have done for the last 30-odd years. We, For me, we're in between those two models, and all it does is create a really toxic environment where everybody's... Do you get what I'm, do you get what I'm coming from? Do you know what I'm saying? And, and I think that I think both play a part in that. What's interesting is I've seen a resurgence in, in Anthony Martial. Maybe he's looking at Luke Shaw, who's in good form, just signed a new £195,000 a week deal. Was I think he's the highest paid fullback in the world now. Five years is on that money. He's already set for life. Huge contract. We know what potential that boy has still got. Is Martial looking at it and thinking, well, if he can turn it round, maybe I can turn it round. There aren't many... I doubt it. I don't even think? think it's that deep. I think he's just had a run of games. And uh, there's that one stat that I always say for Martial... Um, Last season, when he when before you bought Alexis Sanchez, he had a consistent run of games and he had scored in each one of those games, and that's the most he'd played, I think, at that point. Um, oh, right, yeah, we do, but don't worry about that. Yeah, let's just because I swear the other games have even started, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, no, nah, forget about that. 20 minutes, it's 25. Right, let's lock <laughs> off the show for him. <laughs> no, I, I, get what you're, I get what you're saying there, I really, really do. I think that, um, yeah, we'll do that in a sec, mate. I, 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 I get all of that. I think with, with Martial. 
the interesting thing is, it's again, it's it's there's two sides to everything. I, I was disappointed when he was not given more opportunities when he was playing well. But equally, from from Man United's club's point of view, you're playing regularly, you're scoring goals, you're in good form, you're in good spirits. You've got 18 months left on your contract. Actually, a bit more than that. At the time, about 20 months left. We want to tie you. Down. Like that's a sensible time to tie someone down when they've got mm. between eight, two years to 18 months left. That's when generally most new contracts are signed. Man turned down three contract offers, <laughs> right? For for whatever the reasons are, from from the club's point of view, they they have then have to start looking at additional players who can come in and replace him. Because if they let it go on, mm. what you don't want to do is what Wenger did at Arsenal, where you've got Alexi Sanchez and Ox and people. No, but it's true. You, you don't want to get to that situation with Martial. It's like if for me he doesn't commit to a new contract before January, you've got to sell him in January. You can't let him go for a free transfer in the summer. You've got to get some money back for him. Yeah, it's and that's the poor business side. So from Man United's point of view, people that love yeah. Martial, they're not looking... At, sometimes you have to take yourself out of the emotional connection you have with a player and think, what's best for that? Like, I hated it when David Beckham was sold. Like, Beckham, for me as a child, Beckham was like my idol. Mm. When he was sold from my football club, I was gutted. But it, when I look back at, as an adult, it's like Fergie felt that, you know, there was too many distractions, that they needed something different. We went and signed Cristiano Buddy Ronaldo. It was one of the best decisions Fergie made. But at the time, because how much I loved David Beckham, I hated that decision. Mm. So it's like... Sometimes I think, forget what you feel about a player and look at the overall decisions that a club are making. Uh, thanks for capturing that for us, Abs, and we'll take the, the next call and then we're going to end the show. Because we've got two other shows to do today. Chelsea fan, let's ask him about Morata. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. Morata's trash. Suck my dick, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. Bro, you sound so, so young. Man, you haven't got a dick. <laughs> Man's voice is so high. Man sounds like he's got a, a little flower, you know? It was a man on the line, then he put his son on to say that. No, so they swapped, yes, but that was, oh a, that was a man and a boy. Young man here. Childish. Man's balls ain't even dropped. He wants people to do that. There we go. We want to have a little chat with you all right now. Um, I think my phone's is my phone connected. So we're going to put up on the screen right now our title sponsors of this show, Football Jeez. Flash, one of the best sources of news Flash. that you can have as a football fan. What's great about it, when you set it up, download it, the link's in the description below. I've got like Arsenal, Man United, Dortmund and Liverpool set up on here and Wolverhampton Wanderers now Dortmund. as well. Takes a day or so for the feed to start coming through, but the idea is it goes across the internet and it puts all different news sources into one place at the same time. That's right. Um, oh, wow. What? So the, the top story that's come out in this straight away is how quick it updates is how... How Jose Mourinho responded to Chelsea fans after being told to F off in the Man United draw. So it turned, looks Whoa. like that guy ran past him and swore at him. Wow. Which is why he reacted. And interestingly, now the cameras didn't pick up the actual swears, but Jose is going to get a, a one-game ban for, for, for swearing in a different language that caught on camera. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, uh, okay, okay. Why has he got a problem with people celebrating in front of him? Come on, it's it's hot because it's Stanford Bridge. That's his problem, it's like that, bro. Right? Don't lose the game. No, then. no, no, no. Oh, come on, man. They're celebrating in. If you're the, if like you're, he didn't run down the touchline. Nah, yeah, tell no, him to shut up. No way. No, 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 way. Tell him to be quiet. I'm sorry, I have no time. Do you know why you're wrong, Adam? Do you know why you're wrong? No time for that. Do you know why you're wrong on this? Why? Did you criticize Jose Mourinho when he ran down the touchline when he slid on his knees? Of course not. You didn't criticize no. it. Well, the point is, many, many people did, and this is what I, this is what I don't like about society, right? Mm. You do something wrong consistently for ten years that you get criticized for. You then change your ways, 
you see the error of your ways, you change and you stop doing it, and then you become an advocate for other people not to behave unprofessionally like you did, and then people have the that they keep, people keep still beat, beat you over the head. It's like I'm at, like we talk about this a lot. Like you commit a crime, you go to prison, you serve your time, you come out. For me, you should be allowed to get on with your life. But the society don't let that happen. You're literally tarnished forever with it. And Jose shouldn't be tarnished forever for mistakes he made when he was younger. For a guy, the guy didn't celebrate in front of him. Like, again, when Jose runs down the touchline, he runs to his players. Yeah. He didn't run up in front of uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's face and scream in his face. I've not heard anybody criticize Mourinho for it. I can't even uh, lie mate, to you. All I saw when Mourinho used to do it, Mourinho got dirt abuse. No, I stuff, mean, I, I but, but, but it. not, not to a large extent. I think for, for, for Mourinho, it's like, if it was hilarious, you can't you you can't be angry at that. I don't mind what Conte used to do. I thought what Conte did was fine. The way Klopp celebrates is fine. I don't even really mind personally, personally how Jose did things. But it, Jose got a lot of criticism for it. What that I what, it what the coach did at Chelsea was different. He purposely went to the manager and was right up in his face. So, and you don't do that. You saw by Jose. You don't do that. You don't. If, if, if I was there, if I was there as a fan and, a, and a, if I'm there as a Man United supporter and a, a rival fan gets in my face celebrating, it, I'm doing what Jose did. That's all I can say legally on camera, but that's, mm. I'm, I'm not sitting there and taking it. I'm, I'm, I'm stepping at you. Celebrate with your friends. Celebrate. I go, well done, just clap for you, but come in my face and celebrate. That's different. One, you're invading my personal space and two, have some bloody decorum. Have some decorum about you. Have some class. But we are talking about Chelsea here. So there we go. Mm -hmm. Way Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. I'm only, only messing. Um, listen, that brings us to the end of our show today. Gentlemen, appreciate you guys. Obviously, have hope. Congratulations on the draw today. Yeah. At least we, I'm just happy we didn't get battered, to be fair. No, 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 no. For me, as I say again, like, my Morata is... I mean, like, I just, oh. I, I don't get why that, that guy still starts, man. It's, it's an someone, embarrassment. Someone says here, there's no difference between Ty defending Wenger and Terry defending Jose. That's probably the most disingenuous comment I've ever had written about me. I, I agree. I, I literally... <laughs> I literally yeah, well, I just sat here a moment ago and like blamed Jose for lots of the problems with Martial. But yeah, I don't criticise him. But that's that's because you guys have Terry Derangement Syndrome. It's going to change. Once Jose's gone, you know, it's going to Terry Derangement Syndrome. TDS. I, but I get, do you get that a lot on your channels where people, you say something, mm. but people like make up what you've said or they change it massively. Like someone the other day, what they turned around and say, they, they said something along the lines of, you're never complimentary about Manchester City. And I'm sitting and fortunately, a lot of my viewers were like, well, no, Terry said they were the best team in the world last year. How is that not complimentary? And I'm like, I, some people just, I don't, do you know oh, what oh, oh, do? Oh, they twist your words? Oh, no, 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 no. They, they want to latch onto something and just create you to be that thing. And, and yeah, I'll be, yeah. so even if you say things that go against it, they say, no, 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 you're, you're that guy. You know, basically, yeah. people think that I'm the Cristiano hater. So even when I compliment Cristiano, bro, bro. they don't even look at all of the positive things that I, as I say about him. I say, nope. Like what? No, but amazing goal scorer, no, one of the best goal scorers I've ever seen. To your difference, you 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 say you say like Messi's better. Yeah, you still praise Cristiano when you have say someone like and I will name him on this. Someone like Drifty that refers to him as Christine. That's when I get like. Oh no no, I call him Christina so, so sometimes. Oh, do, oh yeah, shit, sure. I, I take all that back. I take it back. <laughs> only sometimes, only sometimes. No, the best one I have is, is Liverpool fans that always go, "Ha, you said that Klopp needed to be sacked, and we've we've improved ourselves defensively. So now, what do you think?" And I'm like, well, "That's exactly what I said. If he doesn't improve defensively, you're never going to win anything. So what's the point of keeping him?" Like that's literally what I said. But they leave out that little that the, the my my reasons. What they what they do actually is they they they. they they talk about your statement. I think this should happen, but they take away the context and your rationale as to why a lot of the time. But that's uh, that's dumb people for you that lack brain capacity. There we go. Take yes. care of yourselves. Smash that. That's, that's not going to go down well with them, is it? Aye. That's more, isn't it? Aye. <laughs>
listen, take care of yourselves. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back in about just over an hour to cover the... What game are we covering at three o'clock? West Ham, Chelsea. No, West Ham, Spurs. West Ham, Tottenham. We're going to go watch That's that game now. Take care. God bless. Game. See you later. Bye-bye. Peace, peace. Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.